Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Bipolar DM Podcast. I am your host, Jason. This is now a regular podcast that is hosted every week by myself. Times in uh, and when we begin, uh, the dates and times will be announced soon. Uh, right now, we are in the process of just getting this set up. So, uh, if you're listening to this right now, that means uh, you are now uh, listening to the D- Bipolar DM. Uh, this is a podcast about Dungeons & Dragons, mental illness, and independent writing. Now, I do understand, as a disclaimer, there is another writing show on there. I barely touch on writing, so if you've come to my podcast looking for writing advice, go to Ted. He's much better at it than I am, even though I did write two books already, while I was manic, in a span of 30 days, and published them, and bought them, and gave them away. That is the life of somebody who has bipolar disorder. A little bit about myself. I am a Navy brat, born and raised in Portsmouth Naval Hospital, Portsmouth, Virginia. My dad was a career petty officer in the United States Navy. Uh, He did a full uh, career, uh, 22 years, a 22-year hitch. We had been all over the United States, uh, from East Coast to Texas to West Coast, uh, San Diego, and a lot of places in between. Uh, we uh, were in the West Pack, and so we were stationed overseas in Japan. Did two tours of duty in Naval Air Facility at Sugi, Japan. I graduated from high school at the neighboring Army Base at Camp Zama, Japan, back in 94. That's dating myself quite a few years ago. After that, I joined the Army and became a combat medic. The reason why I joined the Army is because my dad refused and would not allow me to join the Navy because he got screwed over quite a few times for chief. And uh, he felt that the Navy doesn't take care of their people well. Actually, he wanted me to go into the Air Force, and fuck that. I'm not going into a branch of service where they're, uh, well, I won't say anything other than I don't have a <laughs> I like to rip on my uh, Air Force brethren a lot, and I worked with them closely, so please don't don't think I don't like the Air Force. Um, I was on Andrews Air Force Base all the freaking time doing air evac missions uh, with the uh, 87th Air Medical Unit uh, there in, uh, um, out, in down, down in Maryland, so um, outside of Washington, D.C., but then I decided to join the Army because I did JROTC and ROTC in college. I loved the Army. I loved marching around. I loved riding in helicopters and shooting guns and all that good whole shit. 
And so uh, I went into the Army as an interrogator in Arabic. And so I was in military intelligence. And uh, so that was a pretty good job because I, uh, I, I was uh, pretty damn smart and a linguist. I already knew three languages by then. I'm up to six right now. Um, at that time, uh, though, I went in as a, uh, a linguist in Arabic, and I not, never had any experience whatsoever with the Semitic languages or Arabic uh, or in the Middle East ang- languages. All my language experience was either uh, English, Spanish, or Japanese. You know, if, I, I could, if they stuck me in Chinese, if I had gone to Mandarin Chinese, I would have rocked that class. But unfortunately, when going into Arabic, I, it was so radically different than the languages I did know it took me a while to finally pick up and get get it. Unfortunately, I was two weeks behind, and in the military at DLI in Monterey, California, they're moving fast and furious, and we do about four years of college college worth of uh, Arabic in the span of 18 months. We're one of the longest schools in the United States Army. Actually, probably the longest school in the military. We're longer than flight school. Anyways, uh, I love Monterey. Of any place I lived, I lived in Rota, Spain, and that was an awesome place, but Monterey was probably by far the best place, best duty station ever, and I loved every minute of it until I flunked out of language school. So I had to, got my top three choices. My number one choice was EOD, Explosive Ordnance Disposal, because they got a cash bonus and I got to blow shit up. Nope, they uh, went ahead and number two, combat medic, because I was already an EMT with uh, experience on uh, fire department. So, hey, that's what I was doing. And actually, I was pretty proud to be it because we were an elite group. And then I got sent to Fort Sam Houston, the medic school, and Delta Company 232, the uh, Tasmanian Devils. Now, um... Yeah, from there I went to Washington, D.C. to Walter Reed Army Medical Center, ER, Ambulance, and Aeromedical Evacuation as a combat medic. I was in during Bosnia and also the embassy bombings of Kenya uh, uh, Kenya and Tanzania. And if you notice, I started speaking up a little bit faster. Um, I just drank a monster and I'm already manic. So it's really kicked in. So let me slow down a little bit here before I say my entire script and it's a span of six minutes. Um, from Walter Reed, though, and working AirVac, I was working AirVac five days a week from zero to zero four hundred hours in the morning. I had to get up for my first mission at zero. Well, my first mission was zero four, so I had to get up at zero three thirty every morning. And I worked in my last mission. I got I got home. No, I got back to Walter Reed at twenty three hundred hours and got home at twenty three thirty. So I was basically sleeping at in increments of 45 minutes to an hour to an hour and a half. And then I'd be up, do my mission, go back to bed for about 45 minutes to two or three hours, depending if I got shit to do. I did that from 4 in the morning until 11 o'clock at night. And they wonder why I had a fucking psychotic break. Yeah. I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. And, uh... I'll go, I'll have a show on that. I'll have a show on just about every diagnosis that I have because, well, so I'm a subject matter expert in my field, uh, having 25 years, 25 years experience with 
one-on-one personal experience with bipolar borderline personality disorder major depression seasonal affective disorder um uh attention deficit adult attention definite hyperactive attention deficit disorder and uh three more a couple more that they're afraid to tell me about that i don't know about so i gotta get my medical records to find out because apparently i got about seven diagnoses the problem with the VA is this. Once the doctor makes a diagnosis, every doctor after that, for some damn reason, is afraid to remove that diagnosis and replace it with the correct one. So while I am correctly diagnosed, I also have the tag of about three or four, maybe three, incorrect diagnoses that need to be removed. So that's the state of our veterans hospital. It's... At best, a lot of times, triage. Take the uh, worst ones at first and hope the other ones do do okay on their own. Or it's uh, it's Band-Aid medicine. You know, plug the wing, you know, plug the holes and get them back to the battlefield. And uh, and that that military mentality has carried over into the VA system because the majority of the people that work in the VA are vets. So I love the VA. It's the fucking assholes up in Congress and uh, and whoever Joe Biden put in charge of this thing that, um, believe me, I hate everybody equally when it comes to politics. So don't think I'm a Trump lover. I hate that guy just as much as I hate Biden. So what's, uh, and I never talk politics on here. So what, so don't ever bash the military and don't talk to me about politics on my shows. We'll, we'll never touch that. So we'll never t- we'll always respect the two ones that we will never touch, which is politics and religion, because I am a very tolerant person. However, because of my religious beliefs that I hold dearly, a lot of people are intolerant towards me for what I believe in. Just because I believe in something doesn't mean I'm going to be an asshole to you. Worse yet, it doesn't mean I'm going to be a fucking hypocrite with you. You know, I'll freely admit, I am a hypocrite. I love being a hypocrite because I'm bipolar and borderline. One of the worst, among the worst psychiatric combinations you can get is borderline type 2, uh, type 2 disorder and borderline personality disorder. To just quickly explain how this works, it's like this. If you want to think of the human brain as a computer... The um, borderline is the software. It's a bug in the software is what borderline is. Bipolar is there's a crack in the hard drive. That is bipolar and borderline personality disorder. And then when you put them together, we have a 60% chance of putting a gun in our mouth and blowing our heads off. 60%. And I'm one of the survivors. Not from a gun, thank God, but from an overdose. So, I am a proud suicide survivor. Now, uh, I have been doing this podcast now for a little over three years. This is a my fourth season doing this podcast. So, if you want to hear previous episodes, they're about 15 minutes long, sometimes 20. I do got a couple long ones in there. Really had no reason to have a clock on them, so... 
But um, if you want to listen to my previous podcast, go to www.thebipolardm.com. Also, I'm pretty sure Ted's got some links here too. Uh, it's an RSS feed that will take you also over there and get those uh, podcasts. But if you go to the webpage, though, um, there's also a blog and resources for Dungeons and Dragons, for uh, indie writing, and for um, um, mental illness. Yeah, I'm sorry, I forget. I forgot for a second. Anyways, um, again, you know, Ted uh, W. Uh, <laughs> it'll take me a second to get used to this. All right. W L F E dash D B radio dot W L F E dash D B dot com radio. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I uh, hope to make you proud and not fuck this up. So, anyways, uh, getting back to the information, if you go to the webpage, www.thebipolardm.com, you'll find my podcasts, previous episodes, as well as my blog and resources on um, Dungeons and Dragons, independent writing, and living with a mental illness and mental illness in particular. A lot of great phone numbers on there, too, especially when it comes to suicide prevention and for veterans. Um, If you are on Facebook, we do have a fan page. Um, If you're listening to this through uh, WLFE, then um, you'll see my link down down below. But if you're not and you're just listening, um, you go down to um, Facebook, and and our handle is at the bipolar dm that is our facebook page i kind i keep up to date on that actually almost on a daily basis sometimes several times a day just because it's an easier platform to post things on from my phone than it is for the uh my uh, my main web page i will keep up on those especially as i come across new uh new resources that i can post online too so always be checking out the resource area because we're always adding something new in fact, I got something I got to add uh, coming up, though, I need to talk about later in another show. Okay. Um, no, actually, this is the show I'm going to be talking about. Yes, I am heavily medicated, all right? No, I am not stoned. So I really do forget stuff just like this all the time. And you think I'm joking around or something like that, but no. This is a side effect of the medication I'm on. I'm not no I didn't get a blow to the head or anything like that. I don't have a TBI. What I got is a lot of lithium flowing through my system uh, as well as some other medications and a cocktail that has taken taken 25 years to figure out. Now, um, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, the handle is at thebipolardm.com. And uh, if you're a fan of our page, we do have a private group. And the group's name is The Bipolar DM Nation. You type that, type all that in into the search for groups, The Bipolar DM Nation, and that will take you to our group page. It is free to sign up. All you got to do is just uh, click on and agree to one rule and one rule only. Respect each other. That's it. You do that, everything else falls into place when it comes to rules. So, you click on that, you agree to it. You come on board, and then you will see more up-to-date stuff almost every single day. Um, But also you're going to find out um, 
you're going to see behind the scenes how the sausage gets made on this podcast, as well as what it's like living with a mental illness on a daily basis. Right now, you guys are literally getting a peek at what it's like to live with a mental illness. And the way I'm talking, how I speed up, how I slow down, how I forget things, how I go off on tangents in the middle of a conversation, and all of a sudden snap right back to uh, what I was talking about as if nothing happened. That's it. That's my life. You think people go insane and want to kill themselves after living like this a couple years? Hell yeah. The only thing keeping me on planet Earth right now is my children. You know, I would have checked out a fucking hell a long time ago. I don't care where I would have ended up. Anywhere would have been better than this fucking hell hole. You know, since I've been in this civilian world, I have had the most fucking miserable time of my life. And once again, I am off topic. I'm probably going to have to re-record this whole thing or not. I don't know. I just want you guys to see what it's like. And that's what's important. And the group, you know, when you go to the group, you're going to see behind-the-scenes stuff. I do a, a kind of a daily update a lot of times, sometimes several times a day, on uh, on Facebook Live. And I'll record what's going on at that moment. Kind of what's, you know, sometimes something serious is going on. And I'll do updates, you know, as the day progresses. So, you know, be checking in there too. Got any questions, comments, snide remarks? Hey, there's a there's a message button there too. You can message me through that through the private group, or send me an email. The email address is thebipolardm at gmail.com. So send an email to that, and uh, you know now get right to me. And I love to have topic suggestions because right now I'm going to be doing a weekly show. And so far, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, only seven uh, topics that uh, to do shows on. So I need more topics. Uh, I need questions to research over the week so that I'll be ready for the show. And hopefully, you know, this 30-minute show will turn into an hour long because right now I cannot, I don't have an hour's worth of material yet. I can't come, I kind of have to work on it. Because I'm used to only doing short podcasts, so I'm right now doing twice as long than I normally do, and uh, I'm pretty comfortable with it, but I know I can't do an hour because I tried, uh, just on my own here recording uh, in the recording area. So, but uh, yeah, reach out to me if you have any questions or concerns or anything like that, and uh, or if you need help, you know, so reach out if you need help, you know. To anybody. I don't care. Call the cops. That's what they're there for if you have to. You know, they'll listen to you. All right? They're not psycho. You know, they're not the uh, your therapist or anything like that. But they'll talk you down. All right? They're training that shit. Dial 911. All right? Or better yet, I believe the new number is 811. Don't quote me on that. All right, I'll retract that right now until I double check on the National Suicide Hotline. It's a new number, and I believe it is 811, but it's not going to go into effect for another two years, is my belief. I'll do some research on that and make that a topic too. Um, let me write that down. All right. Okay, in today's topic, though, we are going to talk about some therapy, and we're going to talk about some Dungeons and Dragons, and we're going to do it. 
at the exact same time. How is this possible? Geek therapy. This is a real thing and is actually approved through the America American uh, Psychiatric Association, the APA. Basically, where your doc gets his license from, yeah, they gave these guys a license too and is awesome. What is geek culture? For those of you who are not geeks, this is what geek culture is. Geek culture spans across interests such as like video games, comic books, movies, Dungeons and Dragons, etc., it is Star Wars, Star Trek, Legend of Zelda, Halo, uh, Doctor Who. It is, you know, once it was looked down upon and often, you know, and often we were bullied and overlooked, you know, especially when it came to dodgeball. But with the rise of nerds like Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, society had taken a second look at us for a change and at this culture that produced such men like this. Geeks, for once, were actually pretty cool because, for one thing, we were the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies while those asshole jocks who bullied us at high school, they're working at the 7-Eleven. And with the rise of geekdom, new therapies are being developed to reach out to this culture. And so now geek therapy really is a real thing. So, you ask, what is Greek geek therapy? Geek therapy is the practice of having the, uh, the psychology of geek cultural interests like video games, comic books, movies, Dungeons and Dragons, anime, and more to improve oneself and others around us. A therapist would use geek cultural artifacts, which is a fancy term for meaning stuff, geek stuff, so they take this geek stuff and they're able to help clients with change, progress, and becoming better versions of themselves. By being trained in this type of therapy, they use role-playing, fantasy, interaction, demonstration, real life, demonstrating real-life experiences, and to facilitate personal and an intrinsic, intrinsic growth for clients through geek-centric lens. By understanding why geek therapy works, everyday geeks can use the techniques to help themselves, friends, and family succeed in their battles, whether playing co-op or running solo. They have access to information that can help, uh, help you complete your quest. So, over, you know, the research going into geek therapy, um, over 20 doctors and clinicians had contributed to uh, geek therapy and the study of it. And uh, one of the leading, doc the leading doctor of that is uh, Dr. Uh, Anthony Bean, or uh, Tony. Uh, he is the, uh, basically the founder of this program and system. Now, he's not the only one that's doing this, all right, mind you. There are many, many other studies going on about this. There are many other, um, um, there are many other studies. There's uh, many other programs too, like Critical Core, uh, which uh, focuses on helping people with uh, that are on the autism uh, spectrum through Dungeons and Dragons, which I'll talk about also at another time. I'm gonna write that one down. Critical. Oops. Critical. Oh. All right. Crap, I should have really wrote that first one down because now I can't remember it. I was just pretending. Fuck. All right. Anyways, um, geek therapy. Um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Bean or Tony, 
I can call him Tony because he said I can, because I actually got to talk to him. Tony has written a book about geek therapy, and um, I'm not going to give you the title because it's really long, and this is a clinician's book. This is not a book for the general public to sit there and sit there. This is for doctors and therapists to sit there cause I'll, and read, So it's, and it's really expensive, too, and it only comes in hardback, so, you know, I think it's like uh, 45. All right, when it comes to textbooks... That's pretty damn cheap. I spent 90 bucks on a math book. I had to, then got 60 back when I had to return it at the end of the year. But anyways, um, yeah, this book here, he, he wrote this book. And 20 doctors and clinicians and therapists had contributed to this book and the program that it, it, it was entailing. And this was about 13 years ago. Okay, so this isn't a fat or a fly-by-night operation. They've been around actually. They're at the beginning of the look of the movement for uh, Dungeons and Dragons and therapy. And I'm going to talk more about that in the particular on a later date, just because um, I haven't done the program yet. But that was one of the programs I will be doing. Is uh, I'll be learning uh, Dungeons and Dragons and therapy and become a certified. Oh, crap, I can't remember. It was, I got a special title I get to be something certified. Uh, Tony likes to give titles, so I got to be, I'm got to be. i going to be a certified geek specialist when I'm done with the program when I do it. And I will be doing the exact same number of hours in the exact same classes as the professional who goes through this class, too. So I just won't be a, called a geek therapist. I'll just be a geek, uh, geek specialist, so... But you can. But if you're interested in this and finding out more about uh, using psychi- uh, psychology therapy in Dungeons and Dragons or video games or any of that, you know, um, go check out um, Geek Therapeutics. That's T H. Or let me spell this phonetically: Tango Hotel Echo Romeo Alpha Papa Echo Uniform Tango India Charlie Sierra. So that's geektherapeutics.com. And so you go through that. Um, the, it's actually quite affordable. Uh, the, the cheapest class, it starts out at $19.99 a month uh, just for starting out at the heroic level. And that's really good for, like, if you're a student, you're a non-professional, first of all, and you're, like, maybe a student or a teach or a parent, you know, or yourself. Maybe you just want to look into this program. It is the exact same program as that I'll be going through at the legendary level, or the clinician will be going through at the. Well, see, so we got heroic, legendary. Uh, anyways, the level above me. So, same class, same number of hours. The only difference is you will be certified in nothing. All right. Now, if later on you want to try and test, I don't know. You have to talk to Tony about that. But going back to this, if you're a student, you can learn to leverage geek therapy to improve your mental focus, build better uh, connections with others in your area of studies, acquire an early start on your training to be a certified geek therapist, and understand individuals through geek interests. If you're a teacher and want to do the legendary, the middle one, you can use geek therapy to build better relationships, increase classroom engagement, and subject participation with students. Parents and guardians can connect with their child, understand them more, and develop their child into the best human being imaginable by tapping into geek passions. Now, as for yourself, 
you can understand your geek passions in a new inner perspectives and new in new inner perspectives that can help you improve your mental health and unlock the best version of yourself. So, what is Geek Therapeutics, you ask? No, or probably didn't really care, but Geek Therapeutics is the company that started this. Uh, Geek Therapeutics started back in uh, May of 2008, so like I said, they've been around for about 13 years, and they started in response to an increased demand of the mental health professionals, especially in play therapy. And uh, what uh, Tony had discovered and had kind of known, because Tony himself's a geek, and Tony loves, like, you know, his favorite thing in the world right now, uh, or has been, Tony's favorite thing in the world is uh, The Legend of Zelda. Loves it. He's even wrote a psych- psychology book on Zelda. And I, even though I'm not a psychologist, I want to read this book just because it sounds pretty damn interesting. So, um, but anyways, Tony got this company started because he saw the value of play therapy especially when you incorporate geek culture because all right let's be honest uh how many of you guys want to sit there and play hi-ho cheerio uh, with uh, six other people or would you rather be playing halo with six other people trying to kill each other and you turn around and make that into therapy so but See, these, these things, though, are just amazing. And it's, this is fully licensed by the American Psychiatric Association. If you ever thought these guys didn't have a sense of humor, this is it right here. They're fully accredited through the APA and the MBCC, which is where you get your continuing credits if you're a nurse or a doctor or whatever. Non-professionals, you start at $19.90 a month. Professionals start at $39.99 a month. And if you are a veteran, Tony will give you a discount. Contact help on oh no, contact hello at uh, geektherapeutics.com. Thank you for listening to the Bipolar DM podcast on WLFE-DB.com radio. If you have any questions, comments, snide remarks, you can email me at thebipolardm at gmail.com. And as well, be sure to visit my webpage, www.thebipolardm.com. That's it for today, guys. Remember, take your meds. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.